Welcome to the Mental Health Training Room Podcast. I am Naomi Yim. And I'm Haley Herdman. And we are both former Division I basketball players. The purpose of this podcast is to create a community and a safe space for all athletes, parents, coaches, or anyone with an athlete in their circle. We want our listeners to find comfort and relatability in the mental health struggles they may face as an athlete. While our podcast does not serve as professional help, we hope you can all learn something from each episode and guest featured. If you are in a crisis, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Please remember you are not alone in this journey. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy our podcast. This is the Mental Health Training Room. We are back with two special guests. Um, My guest that I brought into this episode, her name is Kaylee Bion. Um, She played her high school career at Rosary Academy in Fullerton, California, and was a four-year starter, and she was named the Orange County Girls Basketball Player of the Year by the Orange County Register after leading her team to a Division I semifinals of the CIF SoCal Regionals, and then she was also named MVP of the Trinity League. She averaged 19 points, 6.9 assists, and 5.5 rebounds, and she led the team to Trinity League co-championship four-time All-State and All-CIF section. Um, She was also a McDonald's All-American nomination and helped her team win two CIF State Division I titles during her high school career. And now Kaylee is currently attending Utah Valley University. Um, She appeared in 29 games as a freshman and has started in 14 games. Um, She also totaled of 256 points, 74 assists, and 27 steals. And the second guest we have on today is Anthony Yu. Anthony played his senior year of high school basketball at Spire Academy and captained his team. He was also named NorCal Sports TV Asian American All-Star Game MVP. After high school, Anthony was a member of the LMU men's basketball team and received an academic award of distinction, President Education Award, and NCS Scholar Athlete Honor Roll. He is currently in the transfer portal. Anthony also has his own brand called Redefine Worldwide. Redefine Worldwide is a clothing brand and media platform with an emphasis on redefining socially constructed stereotypes and rewriting the Asian American narrative. With influence from both American and Asian streetwear culture, their mission is to inspire creatives to break convention and push boundaries. We're very excited to have these two guests on today. Um, And this episode is dedicated to AAPI Heritage Month. So let's get into it. Okay, so what does AAPI Heritage Month mean and symbolize to you? Naomi, you want to start us off? Okay, yeah. So honestly, it really didn't mean anything. Um, I wasn't much aware of it. Like, you know, there's Black History Month. There's other things like that. But for Asians, it's not very prevalent in America. I mean, I feel like just the Asian American culture, it's very like, put your head down, go to work, do what you do. Like, it's not a big thing. So for me, it it didn't mean much for my entire life. But I think with social media, it has grown a lot and it has educated me a lot in a lot of different ways. So that's kind of my experience with it. But what about you, Kaylee? Um, For me just like you, like, it's not really been a huge thing. Um, 
it's never really like stood out to me oh my gosh like there's a Asian American Pacific Islander month um but like recently I've seen just like a lot of I don't know like a lot more about it like it's really caught my attention lately and so now I'm really taking into account like oh my gosh like we have our own month you know and so that that means like a lot to me now more than it used to just because now I'm also older um and it's like a month dedicated to us you know and so um it it does mean a lot um seeing that us Asian Americans have our own month um that is like contributed to us that you know people appreciate us and stuff like that so I don't know it it does mean a lot now more than it used to before for sure so yeah what about you Anthony yeah I kind of agree with like both of you like kind of similar I feel like growing up I didn't hear much about Asian history like Asian Heritage Month and there wasn't much awareness about it but then like late high school, early college, social media started, you know, everyone started talking more about it. And for what Asian month means to me, it's just a chance to share a culture with other cultures and bridge the gap between disconnects. Exactly. And just sharing a culture with other people. So what was it like for you all to grow up as an Asian athlete? Because I know a lot of times for Asian stereotypes, Naomi, like you mentioned, like kind of just put your head down, go to work. But growing up, like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on Asian students to really excel in school and not mm-hmm. expand their realm of interest. So how was that for you all being an athlete and dealing with those pressures? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it was always like, let's just say a camp scenario. If I walked into a camp, no one is going to expect me to perform the way that I perform or mm-hmm. any of us like that's just the stereotypical ideology of asian people in sports and so that that brought me a little bit more fire but i would say like for my little brother it's a little different like his mindset isn't the same way so every individual like just within my family is a lot different we experience things a lot differently like if i were to go into a camp i i know that people are going to look at me and think i'm not that good so then that fires me up. But like my little brother, he's very timid. So he would, he's more scared and more like laid back. Um, but there is definitely like a stereotypical view of Asians. Yeah, for me, um, like every time I walked in the gym, people would be like, oh, like yeah. I would hear them be like, you know, saying racist remarks and stuff like that. And um like at the time when I was younger like it kind of like hurt me you know just hearing that and it kind of affected the way I played on the court Mm -hmm. um but like now like if I hear that like like just like Naomi said like it it fires me you know to like shut them up you know so um but it definitely was a tough time growing up just because everybody told me you know you're Asian you're small Mm -hmm. you're a girl Mm -hmm. like you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, And so I definitely had a tough time. But um, my dad always told me just like, just, you know, play how you know how to play and shut them up and, um, and prove them wrong, you know, and so that was always kind of like my mindset 
going into playing games, going into practice, going into, you know, playing at camps and all of this, these things. So, yeah. How old were you when you would hear, like when you heard your first kind of race? Um, so it was at like a boys tournament because I played with boys growing up. Okay. Um, so I was probably about like 12 years old. Oh, wow. And I was just sitting there and there were like boys behind me being like ching chong, like, yeah. like just oh, super racist. And so it, it just um, kind of put me down, you yeah, know, because I was super young and just yeah. hearing stuff like that. I was just like, <laughs> like, I've never heard anything like that said to me before. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. Well, even being in that environment as a girl, and as an Asian American in a male dominated environment, like all those intersectionalities, mm -hmm. to be aware of them at such a young age and to have it a negative feedback around it. Like, I'm so glad that you stuck with it and were able to persevere through it, but no young kid should have to go through that. Yeah, all. for sure, for sure. Yeah. How about you, Anthony? Yeah, I feel, yeah, growing up, definitely, like a lot of times on my team, I was probably like the only Asian on my team, so. Even a lot, like sometimes my teammates would be like, oh, I never played with an Asian before and yeah. ask me some like small questions that like, they might not know it's stereotypical racist, but they just don't know. That's what they hear in the media. Yeah, like, exactly. Asians do this, Asians do that. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy, but hopefully, you know, with people like your podcast and people like us athletes, we can hopefully talk more about our culture and really bridge, you know, the gap. So growing up, who were your guys' role models? My parents were super huge just because, um, I don't know, the way they work is like, like your parents always should like set a great example, you know, for you. Mm -hmm. But like, honestly, like my mom works like six days a week. Um, she's a dentist and she loves what she's doing. She's been working for like 20 plus years. And so just seeing that and her loving what she does, like, really inspires me and has been uh she's definitely been one of my biggest role models um and then as well as my dad like he does everything for our family um and just seeing that and seeing how loving they are towards us kids like yeah. um it just like has always inspired me to be just like them mm -hmm. um but aside from like my parents I would have to say Kobe Bryant for sure yeah. um He's always been my favorite player and always will be. Um, and not just basketball related, but like everything he does, like off the court, it's just like he gives it his 110%, you know? Yeah. Um, and so just the way he inspires everybody um, is like something I've, like I always want to do. Like I just want to be an inspiration to yeah. everybody no matter how old are you, how old you are, if you're younger than me, older than me, like I always want to be an inspiration, you know. So. Okay, what about you, Anthony? Uh, I definitely feel like my parents are a big inspiration to me. Um, growing up in the Silicon Valley, a lot of Asian kids, especially, are not being pushed into sports and more pushed into academic uh, and really grinding school. So, besides my parents, um, another role model would be like Steph Curry. I met Steph Curry once at his uh, underrated basketball camp and the way he carries himself like he's so humble he walked around everyone shook everyone's hand introduced himself oh hi my name's Steph Curry and this is the MVP 2016-2017 years so, yeah. like he doesn't need to introduce himself you know 
yeah well, just the way he is it really like moved me and oh, cool. yeah 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 so growing up and even now I feel like there's not mm-hmm. a lot of Asian Americans especially in sports that are shown in the media um so what was that like for you guys not really having someone that looks like you or that you can relate to on that level um being portrayed in the media I think like when you ask that question the first person that comes to mind is Jeremy Lin yeah I think that was a big movement for the Asian culture in sports and in the media so that was pretty cool to see and it was I wish I was a little older when that whole time was going on because I didn't realize like really what was happening. I just knew an Asian man was bawling out. Like that's all I knew. But now it's like, it's so, it's amazing what he did. Like he brought a lot of awareness to Asian athletes. And I think that was a big movement that I wish I was able to be a part of and be aware of um but now looking back like i know that there's going to be more momentum coming because social media is so big and that camera especially in the men's and now women's it's like it's so big like every tournament there's cameras um Mm. even like the little tournaments in orange county you know like there's cameras there everywhere so i think it'll be good now um, to see Asian athletes grow and succeed in in all levels. Absolutely. Um, I also just wanted to touch on that. Like when I was doing some like research for this episode and um, just like for our Instagram and stuff, looking up Asian American athletes, Jeremy Lin was definitely one, if not the only athlete that would just like keep reoccurring and keep showing mm-hmm. up. And I was like, these pictures are from like years ago though. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that's, like, obviously he's still amazing and not trying to discredit anything that he did, but it's like almost as if the media is like, all right, we have one Asian person in the media, like that's it. Like, okay, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, and with like Naomi, what you just said with like the cameras, like I think it's so, it's extra important to be able to, put extra coverage on Asian American athletes in the media, like just accelerate them, elevate their game, give them extra love. Like we can't just be like, okay, we have Jeremy Lin and that's enough. When I started playing, like there were rarely any Asian Americans playing basketball, especially like for girls, like Naomi, you're one of the girls that like I've always like watched and like looked up to because um, I was like because <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like she she's just like me you know and um so so just growing up being super duper young like I've never really had anybody that looks like me to really like look up to you know mm-hmm. and so for me like it was just like oh like she's really good like she's not necessarily Asian but like she's really good so I want to be just like her you know but like now just having that Asian American platform and like there's so many social media um like videos out there of Asian Americans and stuff um like it's really cool to see that 
Asian Americans in sports is really growing and like are getting the recognition that they like deserve, you know, because like in the past, it would be like, oh my gosh, like you're Asian. I'm not going to videotape you. Like yeah. it's, it would be that crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, I know I'm better than them, but like these other people exactly. are getting highlights instead, you know, just because they're not Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having like social media platforms, such as like amazing, like that's the first time mm-hmm. I've ever gotten showcased. Um, and so ever since he's made that, platform like I feel like Asian Americans have been you know excelling and stuff so I feel like social media has a big impact in um, Asian Americans in sports and so yeah yeah Yeah. I feel like social media definitely like creeps the perception of how other views you and how you view others yes I feel like just growing up not seeing much positive Asian representation especially from a men's standpoint like a lot of Asian guys in media and movies are probably gonna be shown like more I'm gonna say like more um yeah yeah like they're trying to make Asians into like nerds or like Mm -hmm. nothing against that but it's like they're trying to make us look weaker than yeah yeah every single role every every movie is the same role you know except Jackie Chan That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. But no, I feel like definitely these past couple of years with like what Kaylee said, um, Pranav at Amazing HQ with the Asian yes. platform mm-hmm. and more Asian directors are really putting out great films. Yeah. So just more representation is just going to keep on like teaching others about our culture, which is great. Yeah. So what is it like for you all now providing that representation for younger Asian American athletes? I definitely feel like I've been an inspiration, not just for Asian Americans, but like for everybody. And just seeing like the comment sections, like on like uh, the Amazons like posts and stuff about me, like it's just, I don't know, it just makes me feel like I've done something. Um, And whether or not they are Asian, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like I've been a huge inspiration and stuff. And that kind of just makes me feel great just because I've always wanted to do that, you know, and I've always wanted to be someone that people look up to. Um, And yeah, I mean, I, I hope to continue to do that just being um, an Asian American basketball player and them seeing like, oh my gosh, like she made it. And Mm -hmm. there's so many people that doubted her and stuff. Like I, I hope to be that one day and I hope to do the same as well. And so, yeah. 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 Like even when I was in high school, like I would tell some, maybe like some friends or people I played against or Maybe some like old coaches and stuff and be like I want to play in college at the highest level and some of the times they'll look at me like damn this kid's this kid's delusional you know he's tripping <laughs> but you know I always thought to myself like if I put in the work and instead of trying to prove others I'm trying to prove it to myself that I can make it to that level and that's when I feel like I really took my next step is when I kind of dropped my ego humbled myself yeah. and you put in that work from the mental standpoint it's even like it just shows that it's so much bigger than your yes. sports. Yeah. Like, 
for you, like just think little Anthony, like if you were to see some <laughs> kid yeah. in college, like yeah. you don't know about their stats, whatever. You're just seeing that picture and you're like, he looks like me, like I can do that. Like I don't have to be put into this box that society is trying to put me in. Like just to see that representation, I'm sure has such a huge effect on the younger generations. Like that's just so cool, Anthony, that you're able to- Try to hopefully, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank and you. I know, like, even for men in general, let alone Asian men, like, ego and pride is a big thing in the Asian culture for men. Yeah. So, like, I understand. Never wrong. Never wrong. <laughs> Asian parents. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. it, it is so much bigger than what you think. Like, you might not see it now, but once you step out of college and you look back, like, yes, maybe I only played a minute, but... I don't know if you're religious, but in my opinion, like what I see right now, like it's God's purpose in what he's putting you in, the places he's putting you in and what journey you're going through, whether it's you play a minute, you play 30, like your purpose isn't that ball. <clears throat> I understand that's a goal, but like you were in the slam magazine next to Jeremy Lin, like it's so much bigger than that. And like the movement with your clothing, it, it can all trickle down to just this one moment in basketball your these four years of your life and it can trickle down all the way to the what whatever you want to achieve yeah. down the line like you'll learn so many life lessons with what you're going through right now a hundred percent yeah my dad always told me because i struggled anthony i'm sure you can relate just being like a walk-on and like not getting all that attention and like the playing time and all that stuff. But my dad always told me, you use basketball, don't let basketball use you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important, especially for you guys, like just using your platform as Asian American athletes to advocate for Asian American athletes and the younger generations. Like that's amazing. And that's will last way longer than basketball or whatever sport it is will ever last. So yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And another thing, Anthony, that I'm taking out of what you're saying is like, when I think of myself and my life purpose and like what I want people to remember me as is like, I want to be the hardest worker. So mm -hmm. when people see me, they can say she worked hard. Like that's my purpose. And when you said, you know, I might play to, I might have played a minute, but I took the ego out of it. I took everything and I got to look at myself in the mirror and where does that stem from? Like my work at the, work ethic has to come first yeah. that's big so i'm i'm glad you're realizing that before you got out of college definitely yeah. definitely yeah 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 um so anthony do you, anthony do you want to tell us a little bit about your clothing brand and kind of what that means to you and how that started oh yeah so um kind of started this uh clothing brand right here it's called uh redefine rdf world and where RDF can we buy where can we buy I'm going to send y'all some stuff. It's good. I got you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I started like in college just kind of for fun. But yeah, kind of the whole mission behind Redefine is kind of just like redefining stereotypes and not letting others tell you who you could be. And this is just one of the pieces. This is my, this is another piece we have. It's like, do you guys know who that is, Bruce Lee? I have that shirt. Yes. Yeah, Haley goes. My little brothers would wear the wear that clothing all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send them your stuff. Yeah, wait, wait. But yeah, for like Bruce Lee, he kind of um his story is like he 
um, applied into a lot of films in America, but they always try to put him as like a little bro role or like a hella racist role. Mm-hmm. He was he was not fucking with it. So he did not do the movies in America and then went to Hong Kong and Asia and then did really big movies and blew up. And then the American film started reaching out again. So just kind of that mindset of him not wanting to be a supporting character and wanting to be the main character. Oh, awesome. Well, it's been so fun to see that brand grow too because I was kind of around you when it first started and now it's really big and that's oh, that's just so cool. I love it for you. Trying to so be props and keep yeah. working hard on that. One of my teammates, honestly, they would tell me like, honestly, Aunt, this is like first Asian I ever hung out with or you're the first Asian I ever kicked it with. So just like, yeah, I know a lot of people in America probably have that similar experience. So just able to spread our culture through clothes, through media content and basketball, whatever. Yeah, whatever way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for coming on today. Uh, this conversation was amazing. And I just want to applaud you all for continuing to break the stereotypes. Um, you are just wonderful people and wonderful athletes. So thank you for coming on today. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys for the platform and everything. And- yes. If you liked this episode, be sure to download, rate it, leave a comment, and share with your friends, families, teammates, coaches, or anybody else that can relate. Stay tuned for our next episode, but until then, go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at MHTRpod. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to the Mental Health Training Room.